Okay, Tzoraim Tov. We continue in the Sefer by Yam Darkecha regarding the law of uh, Shabbos. We are on page Reish Yud Beis, Perik Dalit, the fourth chapter of Rava the Ravin, the Desire of Desire. And in these last two chapters, uh, and this really closes off the first gate of the Sefer that shows us the behaviors we should be doing. So we should finish this up by tomorrow, Meretz Hashem. He summarizes this whole issue of Shalashudah's time and the entire stages that we're building up to it over Shabbos. And that's what Perik and Dalit and Hay are going to discuss. Subsection Aleph says, Omek ha'oras ha'keser, the depth of the illumination of the keser. And footnote Kuf Samach Dalit prefaces and says that these words are a little deep, and therefore, if someone feels it's too hard for them, you could skip the first six sections over here in this Perik Dalit and get into the Avodolomaisa. However, we've been studying this Sefer enough and other Svarim written by Rav Morgenstern's students that we can uh, go into it and not skip it. But if you're feeling overwhelmed while you're listening, just... Uh, just don't listen to today's class. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, I don't think it should be too overwhelming. So the Tzaddik says that the time of Mincha and Shabbos, we've said, is called Rava de Ravin, which is the completion of the light of Shabbos, and we get to the level of the Keser. That's a little review of what we did last week. And to the degree that one advances, so too does the light illuminate more and more. Now he summarizes. Friday night, we saw the revelation within of Hashem within the world. That Friday night, that uh, the concealment leaves, the reality of the Shekhinah reveals itself clearly, and it clarifies that the creation lives only through the light of Hashem, and therefore all details of creation are a chariot of, of revealing the Shekhinah. At that point, the neshama really feels the light of the Shekhinah and how it illuminates and enlivens the world until a person can mamish feel that the whole world is illuminated from the honor of Hashem that is revealed at this time and the person delights with the light of Hashem that reveals itself within the world and illuminates everything. Afterwards in the morning, we go to a higher level of recognizing Hashem from Hashem's perspective, to recognize God's unity and godliness, that there is none but Him. And we merit so much to recognize that reality of Hashem until we recognize that everything is batel, is nullified before Him, and the entire creation is like ayin, is like nothing. And that comes from our deep understanding and recognition that the true feeling of the light of Hashem is the true deepest reality of all existence. But now when we come to Rava the Ravan, we come to Shalashudah's time, the afternoon of Shabbos, we rise to higher levels, which is the Madrega of the Keser. And this Madrega of the essence of Hashem is so clear until we don't even have to, we're not required to feel that the world is nullified and that everything is nothing, but rather this level is such that we could see the world as it is existing right in front of us, and we don't see any contradiction between that and the unity of Hashem. 
Because on this level, we see how the world is really not independent, but it's a method of revealing Hashem in the world. In other words, we recognize and feel with clarity that there is only the light of Hashem, which is one and unique. And it's so clear that when we look at the world, and we're looking at it, but we still don't see it, and we don't even look at it as seeing it as an independent reality, but we see it as a form of the revelation of Hashem. And this is all the light of Hashem. And therefore, um, yeah, and we, and we go on, and he says, and the truth is, it's only the light of Hashem, which is the essential reality, and therefore every reality we see is just a part of that. It's a type of the sparks of Hashem's light. It's a it's a image of how Hashem is revealing himself. And the world is coming to reveal that uniquely and to show that that which even would be a figment of our imagination, that it's a separate reality, is not that, but rather it is the light of Hashem. Footnote Kuf Samach Vav tells us some things we've mentioned in the past, but it bears repeating. And we and, and the uh, commentary says that this is an ornament. It's like uh, uh, jewelry to beautify the revelation of Hashem that's so unique. That Dafke in the creation, in a place of externalness, where it would appear to be separate from Hashem, even there it's revealed that there's nothing else but the light of Hashem. And although it may be a figment of our imagination that it looks like a separate reality, but it's only a tool to reveal the light of Hashem in a unique way. And many analogies have been written how to explain this, of how a utensil can reveal the light in a unique way, and uh, he gives the three famous Mishalim, although they're not exactly 100% comparable, as he will explain. The first is a menorah, the light of a, a menorah. Now, you know, a, a lamp. Let's just take a lamp, an electric lamp. We know that the light that comes from the lamp, the lamp doesn't create the light, it's the electricity. And the only purpose of the menorah is to take from potential to reality what the electricity to do and reveal what electricity is capable to do of revealing light. Or the other example is a crystal in which you shine a light through the crystal and many different colors come out and it's clear that the crystal does not produce the different colors. Or the third analogy is the microphone where we know the microphone is not speaking but it's just enabling the voice that's going in it to spread out. Now, the reason why all these Mishom are not perfect, because at the end of the day, the lamp, the crystal, and the microphone all have a reality outside of the electricity and the light um, and the sound. Okay? Because the true reality is even what we are, we ourselves are nothing. And in the true marshal, the lamp is also nothing. So that's as close as we can understand what this beetle is, is that even though we are the microphones of Hashem, but we're not an independent microphone, that all our being a microphone is completely from Hashem as well. 
So it's it's a double, so to speak, God input externally and internally, so to speak. So that's where we reach at the level of Rav de Rav. Section Bays says, what is the Avoda at this level of Keser? Is what we call Bitol Etzem. So when a person illuminates this level and he understands the depth of the reality of Hashem, he reaches this level of Bitol Be'etzem, essential Bitol. Okay, and he's going to explain shortly what the difference that uh, between the first beetle. But on this level, a person enters in in action. Hit the phone by mistake. A person enters in action, and he doesn't think when he's doing anything that I am doing something. He thinks I am just a shaliach of Hashem to do actions, and he is activating my paths. I am a, a tool to for his light to reveal it in the world with a unique revelation. That means a person should feel and recognize he has nothing of himself and the whole world doesn't have any reality. He's totally nullified to Hashem. His whole existence and every aspect of strength and activity has is just a tool, a, a conduit to reveal the light of Hashem that is resting and revealed through him. I have no independent reality, just a revelation of the reality of Hashem, which is the entire reality to speak. And therefore, when a, when a person speaks, when you're speaking, you should feel how the Shekhinah is speaking through your throat, as it were. And to feel that I am not doing anything. Hashem has all the strength, and Hashem is like speaking for me. And every action I do, I feel that the spirit of Hashem is inside of me and doing the action. And it's being revealed through my body parts. And not even the actions that I do, but my existence isn't a separate existence, but it's just a revelation of the light of Hashem. When a person reaches that level, that see everything is an aspect of, as it says in the Pasuk, Elokai Bekirbi, God is inside of me. That's the complete level, which is called Bito Be'etzem, essential Bito. That it's not just that you feel that you're nullified, but you feel that the whole reality you have is only a revelation of the light of Hashem, because Hashem is the essential reality. So now how is this Bito Be'etzem different than Bito Be'metzius? The, the, so he, he of the morning, so he's going to explain the difference between the different bittles going on. You have the bittle of the morning and the bittle of the afternoon. What's the difference? And he says there's a big difference. He says the bittle of the morning where a person sees that there's only the reality of Hashem until he feels that the whole world just doesn't exist and everything melts and is nullified before Hashem's reality and that's all you, you it's just Hashem. That's it. I'm not even here. I don't exist. And once you acquire that level, you can move up to the next level where he sees everything in the world and still in all he feels it's not a conflict to the true reality of Hashem. Because on the higher level, it's so clear that the light of Hashem is the essence of all reality and there is nothing but Hashem's reality. So all the existence of creatures is not an independent existence. It's ways of revealing the light of Hashem, just tools to reveal the light. 
And all our actions are just revealing the will of Hashem. And in Kuf Samach he says, that will really be the virtual, that will be the actual virtue of the Melech HaMashiach. We will not be able to measure the amount of revelation that's going to happen at that time. To such a point that no creature has any reality. On the other hand, the revelation within us reveals God as a wondrous reality. And therefore, at this level of Rava the Rava, even if though, though you know and see that there is no independent activity, still in all, you don't have to hide from the creation, you don't have to nullify it, but the opposite. Everything you see is how I see Hashem totally dwelling amongst the Jewish people. And therefore, the more the creations act, the more something there is, so strengthens the bittle to know that this something is not me, but it's all Hashem, and, it's Hashem, and seeing Hashem doing. So as opposed to the earlier bittle, we're doing nothing, we're nothing. We say, yeah, but now we see ourselves that Hashem is doing through us, and it's all Hashem doing through us. And therefore he summarizes in section Dalid the three levels. He says you cannot get to this third level right away. You got to go through the details. So you start with Friday night. Friday night, you see the light of Hashem within the details. You got everything's here. I'm here. The table's here. The chairs are. Everything's here. And I can sense the light of Hashem in all the details. That's Friday night. In the morning, we get to the levels of Bittal to see that everything is only the light of Hashem. And this is all Hashem's simple light. There are no details. There's only Hashem and everything is gone. And only then can we now reach the third level of Keser, which is within the details is revealed the simple light. And the details don't conceal anything. But, uh, but the opposite, they are the tools to reveal more and more of the light. And they reveal the essential reality of Hashem, that He is total oneness. That every, and that and that nothing is a separate reality with all kinds of details that doesn't change anything. Hashem remains the one through everything that you're seeing. What appears to be a detail is just another point of Hashem's pure oneness. I keep hitting this phone. I gotta do something to get this phone from not disturbing us. I gotta move it much further away. And at this time of, of Zrava to Rava, the revelation of this simple light is the primary aspect, not like Friday night that the Icar was to reveal God within the details and not like in the morning that the main thing was the revelation of the light alone, but now it's also, it reveals in the details how the details are revealing the light of Hashem and it's only Hashem and there's no contradiction between that. And therefore, it becomes so clear the Ein Od Milvado reality that even when you're looking at what appears to be details of creation, it's not at all a contradiction of Hashem, but the opposite. It is a means of actually revealing exactly what Hashem is. And now, point Hey tells us, and that's why Hashem created the world, because He wanted a Dira B'Tachtonim. He wanted a domicile below. And that happens completely when we reach a level of bitul etzem, essential bitul. Because at this level, 
The creations are not concealing or contradicting um, the divine light. The opposite, they reveal the depths of the light. That the light is so deeply rooted in creation and that it, it is the entire creation and everything that's within that is just the tool to reveal this. And on this level, when a person lives with Hashem at this level, not just to the point that Hashem sustains him at this level, but now we're reaching a point, and, and not that the, the Bria is the main thing and Hashem gives it life, but really the Bria is just a kli and just reveals all of Hashem's reality. And therefore, again, essentially we are nothing. And the whole reality we have is just revelation of Hashem, and that's how we exist in a stronger, understandable way. And therefore, in Vavi says, the Pnimius HaKeser, what's the inner content of the Keser, is Hashra, is the divine presence resting in. So now he says there's two levels in this Keser. Number one is we have to nullify ourselves and to feel that I'm just a Kli and a conduit. I have no reality of myself. I give myself totally over without having any feelings of my own desires and wants, but only to want the will of Hashem, and that's called mystically Erech Anpin, the long face. And that means Beetle Ba'etzim, essential Beetle, to give over my soul. It's wantings and only to want what Hashem wants. That's a pretty high level. But a higher than level is what is called Atik Yomim, the ancient one of days, which is what's called Beetle Bekilion, is like a Beetle of totally... Um, pining and, and almost like self-destruction where the person is totally incorporated within, within the light of Hashem and the person feels how Hashem rests inside him and how the light pulsates inside him and how I am the chariot to reveal that life in a way that everything that is there is only the light of Hashem. That means on the first level of Kesser, which is called an external Kesser, the person recognizes it's all is just Hashem, that I don't want anything for myself, and I'll give up my wantings for Hashem. And I'm doing everything as a cleave for Hashem, but on the higher level, which is the deeper level of Kesser, where the light mamish rests in the Kli, and the person feels not just nothing, but he feels the yesh of Kedusha. In other words, as opposed to feeling the iron of himself, I'm nothing. But so what do you feel? I'm feeling the yesh, the somethingness of Kedusha. Because the Kedusha is mamish inside. And that he and the light are one thing. And I don't feel independent at all, but I feel completely incorporated within that revelation of Hashem. And therefore, I don't find myself existing at all. Okay. Good. And now we move on to the seventh part. He says, now that's the part. So we could have skipped everything till now. I thought it was important to do. But the seventh section and final section that says, Avoda Lamaisa, the Avoda in terms of action, Ratzon, desire, Vatanug, and pleasure. So again, Friday night, he says, the avoda is kisufim, the uh, yearnings to go to Hashem. In the morning, it's the level of beetle. And that's the avoda of menucha, tranquility. 
Because if you feel you're nothing and you're just delighting in the true reality of Hashem, you feel as if everything is done by itself and you're just melted into Hashem. And therefore we said less initiative from our part. But at the third level of Rava to Rava, it goes back. And that initial rut zone and that initial fire, that initial yearning comes back. Because now the creature feels that he's part of the revelation of the light. And that causes that great yearning and fire and excitement to do, to reveal more of Hashem and to add more of Hashem's light into the Kli. It's like you're part of all that and you're excited that all that light comes there. It's not excited to connect with Hashem, but you're already there and you're excited now that it all is going to happen through you and you're going to experience and you're longing for that experience of the light mamish is more and more through you. So therefore the yearning comes back at a much higher level than when it was on Friday night. Okay? So this is a different type of kisufim. It's not a kisufim, a yearning of ga'agua, where you're yearning for it like Friday night where we feel that Hashem is separated and you're yearning to connect and to unify to the source. But now at Shalashudis, the, the Kisufim is the desire to merit, to reveal more light and to merit more Hashra Sashkina and to be more of a Merkava of Hashem. And that arouses on the highest level of the Keser to give more and more and more. Your, your excitement is just to reveal Keep it up, keep it up. I'm feeling the amazement of it, and I want even more to come out. And now we go to Parakeh, the last chapter in this entire first section of the Sefer, which has three parts. Part number one is called Hamshich La'alos, to continue to rise. As we're at Mincha of Shabbos, and we're at the peak, the apex of feeling the comprehension of Hashem according to our level. And we understood we've acquired a certain degree of comprehension of the unity of Hashem. Everything we've described. When Shalashudas ends and we begin Marav of Motsi Shabbos, we, now we've gone back full circle to how we started the Sefer. So now we have to remember that this is not a descent. There is not a falling. But rather, we have concluded the final uh, uh, aliyah of this Shabbos, and we're preparing for the new aliyah. We take the light that we have acquired, even though it seems that a lot of that light has left. But remember what we said in the beginning, we have to keep some of the light retained. Even though these are weak days we are going into, we want to keep that light which is not an easy thing to succeed because the week is not Shabbos. You can't live with that same perfection because Shabbos gave us a lot of siyata deshmaya, divine help. And the whole world was joining in on that. But on the weekdays, there's a lot of disruptions for that. But still in all the parts that a person was successful to acquire at those majestic moments of this past Shabbos, it now, some of that can be retained into the week to succeed, to live with Hashem in every detail of my life, uh, more than what is just appeared as nature. And that's the true Kenyan that I've reached 
from the past Shabbos. And now I'm going on to the new Shabbos. I'm trying to hit higher targets to go from strength to strength to understand Hashem more. Because that's the only good and that's everything the person's all about. And therefore, in section Bays, that's called Mesiras Nefesh, self-sacrifice, says now everyone has to arouse himself on Monday Shabbos, what he calls Hishachus, a renewal and a, and a yearning for more avoda with an inner fire and a desire to connect to Hashem that we have a great yearning for mitzvahs as to something brand new. We want to hit a brand new level. And how do you know if you've succeeded in this? Because if you really want something, you're willing to give up something that you naturally would want and to act more than what your na normal nature allows you to do. He says, Lifol yoser mitivo. To act a little bit more than what your nature is. In Kuf Ayan Allah footnote, it says the truth is even a person who's a big Eved Hashem, you really work hard. But after a while, you get used to the work you do it. And it's not hard to do it anymore. And that's what the Gemara says. You can't compare a person who learns his chapter a hundred times to a person who learns it a hundred and one times. Why? Because the way he explains is that a hundred times it's very natural for you. And the Gemara says, somebody like that is called someone who doesn't serve Hashem. The, the, the Pasuk says, difference between someone who serves Hashem, someone who doesn't serve Hashem. They say, who someone who doesn't serve Hashem, he learns a hundred times. Who serves Hashem a hundred and one. Why? Because after a hundred times, you're so used to doing it, so how hard can it be? You do it all the time. But now if you make an effort to add a little bit to what you're used to, now it's a hundred and one. Now you're called someone who serves Hashem because you went out in the normal. You normally study a hundred times. But now you, do, and you just can't do one more. And when you do one more, now, now it's called you serving Hashem. What does it mean to serve? You're going out of your nature. Once it's nature, you're not serving Hashem. It's just natural. And that's what we have to accomplish every next Shabbos is to go out against our nature a little drop. And it doesn't mean we got to do big things in Messiah Shnefesh. Okay, and we shouldn't feel like a broken person. Okay, but we shouldn't feel a captive to the point that I can't do more. Sometimes we're in our habits are so strong, we're a captive of that. And it could be a good habit. You're doing good things, but how about a little more? So that's where it breaks through. You have to be prepared for Hashem that even I'm doing amazing things, I want to go out of the habit. And everybody knows that there are certain things that are very important. You're, you're prepared to, to go and go overcome the natural tendencies of, of yourself. Because if you really want something, you leave and try hard. You know, sometimes for instance, I can't get up early in the morning. Yeah. What if you have to go and get uh, therapy? Chemotherapy, and it's only at six o'clock in the morning. You can say, I'm tired. No, it's important. You're going to go against your nature. And therefore, he concludes in section Gimel, and he says, We have to make new Kabbalists for the new week. And therefore, the renewal is to elevate and to proceed a little bit, a little bit. And if you actively do something a little more than what you're used to, and you can break the nature for the sake of Hashem. That is how you bring a new flow of light over there. And you merit to comprehend higher levels of Hashem and the light of the cleaving to Hashem. 
and more insights in the Torah. And you also receive the ability to continue and strengthen and succeed at that level. He gives an example in Kufayim base. Let's say a person's used to smoking and he feels he can't stop smoking. So what if one time he doesn't smoke? One time he does it. So it's going to be easier the second time to not smoke because you've already broken through it once. Or a person can feel, you know, I, I can't go into a cold mikvah. I'm a sensitive soul. But once you jump in once, you'll be able to jump in again. And therefore, says the Tzaddik, as we come to the end of Shabbos and we're transitioning from Shalashudas into Marv, he said at this time, we're standing at the highest level of Shabbos, of Rava the Rava, Mamish coming the last moments of Shalashudas. You have to make a Cheshman and Nefesh and say, what's going to be that next little step that I'll do beyond my nature? How I can show Hashem that I want to be closer to Hashem. And to accept a small little Kabbalah, a resolution for the coming week that just breaks out a little bit of the nature. That's all. And let's say you weren't successful in the last week and you still are fighting with it to go back and fight that level that you failed with. And that's how you become a tool for the light of Hashem of the Shabbos. You got something, now show it. You have to say that, you know, I'm going to do this one little thing. You know, it could be like after Shabbos, you come home from shul, the first thing you do is going out to the internet. Okay. Maybe you could say, you know what? The first thing I'll do for 15 minutes is to be mother the next partial. That's all. Yeah, but I, 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 it's been a whole day that I haven't been connected. And I really want to connect in my nature. Just plug in. And do it. 15 minutes now. That's all. And then the next week, 16 minutes. That's all. Make one small breakthrough. And that's how you can hang on to that new level. And then you can proceed further to get to higher levels every Shabbos. And that ends the first Shar. And tomorrow, Mirza will start the second Shar, which will explain what is this light that lights on Shabbos and ways to feel the pleasure of Shabbos. So far, we, we, we've come to the what. Now we have to get a little bit more to the how. Mitzvah Hashem will continue tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, Shkayach. Bye.